RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. In old baseball land, there are no fans so grand as our Mets When we play other teams, no one blood-curdling screams at our Mets But when Mets fans shout, Go! What they mean, we all know. We've got no place. Today's game brought to you by WGY, your sports station for the great Northeast. WGY brings you the full schedule of Mets regular season games live from major league parks throughout the country. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Kiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Candlestick Park in San Francisco on a beautiful day for baseball in the final game of the meeting of the Giants and Mets in the 1966 season. The temperature is 71 degrees, and the starting pitchers for this ball game for the Giants, Juan Marichal, and pitching for the New York Mets, Dennis Ryben. Giants are in third place, four games back of the league-leading Los Angeles Dodgers, and a half a game back of the second-place Pittsburgh Pirates, who come in here for a big series after the Mets move on to Houston. The starting lineup for the game today for the Mets, Bud Harrelson will lead off and play shortstop. Batting second and playing second base, Chuck Keller. Batting third and playing third base with a nine-game hitting streak going, Ken Boyer. In the cleanup position, Al Luplo playing right field. Batting fifth at first base, Ed Greenpool. Batting sixth and playing center field, Cleon Jones. The seventh batter will be in left field, Johnny Lewis there. Batting eighth and catching, Hawk Taylor is his single that got the Mets back in the ball game in the ninth inning and later on set it up for the Mets to win the second game of the series against the Giants last night. And he'll be doing the catching. Batting ninth and pitching, Dennis Ryben. And the Mets against the Giants have won nine of 17 games played. They have cinched at least a tie with the San Francisco Giants for the overall series of this season. Right here in Candlestick Park, the Mets have won five of eight plays, so they have cinched a win against the Giants here in San Francisco in their overall efforts this season. For the Giants, Tito Fuentes will lead off and play shortstop. Batting second, playing right field, Ken Henderson. Batting third in center field, Willie Mays. And now Willie Mays leading the Giants out on the field. <laughs> Batting fourth and playing first base, Willie McCovey. Batting fifth in left field, Jesus Salou. The sixth batter will be the catcher, Tom Howler. Batting seventh, playing third base, Jim Davenport. Batting eighth and... Playing second base, Hal Lanier. And the pitcher, Juan Marichal, still yet to come out of the dugout, batting ninth. Juan usually makes his appearance by running out to the pitching mound. Marichal is looking for his 23rd win. He has a record of 22-6. and six. And against the Mets, he has won 17 and has never been beaten. The Mets have knocked him out. They have never been able to pin a loss on Juan Marichal. This broadcast comes to you through the courtesy of Rheingold Breweries Incorporated. Brown and Williamson Tobacco Corporation and the Sun Oil Company. Now Juan Marichal getting the hand as he runs out to the pitching mound. Coming out with him to take their respective positions, Whitey Herzog, the third base coach for the Mets, who's he who set up the steal home for Bud Harrelson last night that proved to be the winning run of the ball game in the top of the ninth. And coaching at first base, Yogi Bear. The umpires for the game today... Harry Windlestaff behind home plate, Chad Crawford at first base, Ed Bargo at second base, and Doug Harvey at third. 
This broadcast is being beamed around the world through the services of the Armed Forces Radio and a salute from us here at Candlestick to all of you. Defensively for the Giants, it's Tom Holler catching. At first base, Willie McCovey. At second base, Hollander. Tito Fuentes, the shortstop, and Jim Davenport at third. Jim Ray Hart, who is the regular third baseman, is being refted by manager Herman Frank. He has had a great record against the Mets this year. He has hit a total of eight home runs against the Mets pitching. In left field, Jesus Salou. In center field, Willie Mays checking the flags as the wind blows toward right field. And playing in right field, Ken Henderson. Breeze is fairly calm right now. Although there is the prevailing wind of about 5 to 10 miles an hour blowing out toward right. Now the Mets have their leadoff batter in the batter's box. Bud Harrelson, the shortstop. He'll be followed by Chuck Hiller and then Ken Boyer. Harrelson batting 196 with no home runs and three runs batted in. Since joining the Mets from Jacksonville, he has stolen five bases in five tries. Switch hitter batting from the left-hand side and Juan Marichal into the windup and the first pitch of the ball game. And it's taken over the outside corner, called a strike. Fastball by Marichal and on the pitch, Harrelson was moving up as though to bunt. Third baseman Jim Davenport playing about 80 feet away right near the line to guard against the bunt. Willie McCovey also in about 80 feet away right on top of the left-hand batter. Now the one-strike delivery, a curveball that breaks in and is called strike two. Marichal with a variety of pitches, the big curve, the slow curve, the hard curve, the slider, the sidearm fastball, overhand fastball. He throws from all around. Fine control. And at two strikes, his pitch back is the overhand curve. It's popped out towards the second baseman. Taken on the first stop by Hal Lanier. His throw to first base picks up the first out of the ball game, And that'll bring up Chuck Hiller. Chuck playing at second base against the right-hand pitching. The Mets uh, are trying to get as much left-hand bat in the ballgame as they can find. They have Ken Boyer as a right-hand batter and Cleon Jones as a right-hand batter, along with Hawk Taylor in their first eight men. Heller, a left-hander with a 3.08 average, and the first pitch to him is a ball that's down low Curveball breaking too far down below the knees. It's ball one. The first ball of the game thrown by Marichal. And now one back again. This time the curveball is hit on the ground foul toward Yogi Berra. Count evens out at one and one. If the Giants had won last night's ball game, Marichal was to have skipped the Mets and pitched against the Pittsburgh Pirates. They come in here tomorrow from Los Angeles. But with the Giants losing, manager Herman Franks pushed Marichal in his regular turn. A swing and a miss at strike two. As he felt he could take no chances against even losing a ball game after his loss last night. One ball, two strikes. The right-hander back to Chuck Hiller. And the pitch is popped off the hand toward the shortstop. Pito Fuente shading from the sun back on the edge of the outfield grass. And he picks it up for the out. So two away. Two put away easily by Marichal. And it brings up Ken Boyer, who has a nine-game hitting streak going. Pittsburgh at Los Angeles. It's 
starting pitchers of that ball game, Tommy Sis going for the Pirates. He has a record of 10 and 3, and he'll be opposed by Joe Muller, who has won 2 and lost 3. And this is a must game for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They have lost the first two of the three-game series. First pitch to Boyer, drills deep to left field. But waiting there as the wind holds the ball up is Jesus Alou, and he makes the catch, and that retires the side. Joe Marichal retires his first three men. And the Mets are out in the top of the first with no score, and the Giants now coming to bat. Going to the bottom half of the first, uh, the final game in this series between the Mets and Giants and the final game of the year between the Mets and Giants, Dennis Reitman taking his warm-up pitches. His last time against San Francisco, he defeated them by a score of 2-1, to one, holding the Giants to five hits. Private on that date beat Gaylord Perry. So he is now taking on Juan Marichal. Dennis with a fine record of 11 wins and 7 losses. He has won more games as a right-hand pitcher for the Mets than any other Met pitcher. He's 25 years of age. 5'11", 175 pounds. He lives in Long Island. He is 2-0 over the Giants this year and has a lifetime record in the major leagues of 13 wins and 15 losses. And his first pitch to Tito Fuentes is a curveball outside for a ball. Fuentes batting 255 with seven home runs and 34 runs batted in, a right-hand batter. He'll be followed by Ken Henderson and Willie Mays. And the next pitch is called a strike. Cole Ryben has accounted one and one. Ryben has never been beaten by the Giants. He has won three and lost none. His 1965 record in the Major Leagues, one win and three losses. And at 1-1, the pitch to Fuentes is called strike two. Dennis credits his success this year to the fact that he has learned to move the ball in and out rather than up and down, and he tries to work low all the time. And he will be the first Met pitcher to ever win more than 10 games and end the season with a winning record. 1-2 pitch is lined out towards short. Cut off by Bud Harrelson. He goes over to first base. Not in time. A base hit. Bud Harrelson going back at second base came up with the ball and then fired to first base but missed his man by just a fraction of a step. So the first hit of the ball game, the first base runner, as the leadoff batter for the Giants, Tito Fuentes beats out the hit, and it brings up Ken Henderson. Henderson, a left-hand batter against right-hand pitching. He has an average of 313 with no home runs and no runs batted in. Henderson has been at bat 16 times with five hits. One of the hits, a two-base hit, another a triple. Fuentes with a short lead at first, now moving up. And the first pitch to Henderson is outside for a ball. Mets have Eddie Cranepool at first base, Chuck Hiller at second base, Bud Harrelson at short, and Ken Boyer at third. The catcher is Hawk Taylor. Ryben throws to first base, Fuentes back ahead of the tag. In the outfield, Johnny Lewis in left field, Cleon Jones in center field, and now Luplo in right. Now the pitch. Hit out toward the third base side of home plate in foul territory. Ball dribbled out and Hawk Taylor bouncing out to try and get the ball in fair territory, but it never got back in. Counted one ball and one strike. Giants have 
play 24 games on Saturdays this year, and they have won eight and lost 16. Their worst record throughout any of the days in the week. So seldom on Saturdays. Now the 1-1 pitch swung on a miss. It's strike two. On deck, Willie Mays. Robin checks out his outfield, now turns back to home plate to take the signs from his catcher. Mets have their infield shortened up against Henderson. And the next delivery is grounded out to second. A tough chance for two. Hiller goes to the shortstop at second base for the fourth place, fourth play there, but no throw on the first base. And the Mets pick up their first out. And that brings up Willie Mays. Willie Mays hitting 293 with 34 home runs and 94 runs batted in. Willie straddling the plate, and as he moved his bat back, he hit. Octator's glove. Of course, if he did that swinging, it would be a catcher's box. With the ball thrown for the pitcher. Ground ball to second. A good chance for two. The ball is kicked by Chuck Keller and picked up by Bud Harrelson. He steps on the bag at second base for the fourth play and then throws on the first, and he almost picked up Willie Mays. Chuck Keller had an easy chance for a double play and couldn't find the ball. He bobbled the ball, and then when it went down to the ground, he kicked it. And fortunately for the Mets, he kicked it right toward Bud Harrelson. He picked it up about two steps from the bag, stepped on the bag, and fired on the first base. So a chance for two minutes, but then a good play to be lucky enough to come up with a fourth play for the second out of the inning. Now the batter will be Willie McCovey. Willie batting 296 with 30 home runs and 83 runs batted in. Mays draws the throw at first base, gets back safely. Now another one, and Mays has to sort of fall down to get back as he was starting to move off the bag. And the pitch to the plate is outside, and it's called a ball. On the pitch, Willie McCovey was stepping out of the batter's box, but time was not called by Harry Wendelstadt. If Dennis Ryben had been able to get the ball in the strike zone, he would have had an easy strike. Now Dennis sets up again and throws to first base again, and Willie Mays just gets back. Ball is dropped by Crane Paul, and Willie Mays picked it up and handed it to him. Willie has stolen five bases this year, had one last night. Next pitch to the plate is outside. It's ball two. McCovey had a tremendous home run last night that was aided by the jet stream that was blowing out toward right field. The ball went over the bleacher area, traveled somewhere around 500 feet. The wind was blowing about 35 to 40 miles an hour at times last night with fog drifting down throughout the game. Right here, though, with the fog gone, the temperature is 71 degrees. 2-0 pitch is taken outside and low, and it's ball three. So Ryman pitching carefully to Willie McCovey with Willie Mays at first base falls behind three balls and no strikes. Jim Davenport, a right-hand batter, is on deck. No score in the ball game. Two men out in the bottom half of the first.
And the 3-0 pitch is over the outside corner. Knee-high, a called strike. Three balls and one strike. Mets have Bud Harrelson at shortstop, almost behind the bag at second as they have shifted around on McCovey. Now again a throw to first and Mays back easily. Well, he has not taken a big lead. He's running on the 3-1 pitch, but it is outside, ball four. So Mays goes down to second base as Willie McCovey draws the walk. That'll bring up Jim Davenport. And giving the starting lineups at the start of the ball game, Mays draws another throw at second base this time as Chuck Hiller comes over to cover, gets back safely. We gave a lineup that had Davenport batting in the seventh position just before the ball game. The lineups were changed and he has been moved into the fifth position. So to correct the lineup, here's the first pitch to Davenport outside. It's ball one. Change Jim Davenport to the fifth batter. And put Jesus Alou, who was batting fifth, into the sixth position. That drops Tom Howler on down to the seventh position. Next pitch to the plate is low, and the count now two balls and no strikes. Davenport batting 242. Nine home runs and 29 runs batted in. Back at the start of the season, he hit a home run in the 17th inning to beat the Mets in their very first game with the Giants. Now the next delivery outside. It's ball three. And Ryben now running into difficulties. And the next pitch to the plate is a strike. So the count three balls and one strike on Davenport. No score in the ball game, but the Giants threatening here in the bottom half of the first. Runners at first and second. 3-1 pitch with the runners going. It's swung on and foul tip. And it's strike two. And Willie Mays, who had a good jump, goes on back to second base. And Willie McCovey behind him back to first. The ball had been missed. Mays and McCovey would have moved in into second and third on a double steal. And Robin, before pitching to the plate, moves the runners back by stepping off the mound. And his next pitch to the plate, and the runners going to call strike three. And Davenport doesn't like the call. That strikeout retires aside the first one in the ball game for Dennis Ryben, and it was a big one on the 3-2 pitch. No runs, one hit, no errors, a walk, and two men left on. And the score at the end of one, the Mets nothing, the Giants nothing. So the teams change positions now with the Giants going out and the Mets coming up for the second time as we move to the top of the second. First man up for the Mets is Al Luplo and the first pitch by Juan Marichal is called a strike. In that Philly-Houston game, Rick Wise started for the Phillies. Now pitching is Morris in place of Romantic, who also was in the ball game. Norm Miller home run the third with two on. Larry Durker pitching for the Astros. Now the next delivery to the plate, call the ball. It's one ball and one strike. No score on this ball game. Let's go on to play a doubleheader in Houston tomorrow. First game will be televised. Both games, of course, on radio. Tug McGraw and Nolan Ryan pitching for the Mets. A hard swing by Luplo, and it's strike two. One ball and two strikes. Game time tomorrow will be at 325 New York time. 
Dave Justy and Bob Bruce are the scheduled pitchers for the Astros. Now an overhand curve, swung on and missed strike three. Marichal picks up his first strikeout. Say, youth opportunity depends on education. The more you learn, the more you'll earn. So stay in school and prepare yourself for a really good job. You'll be glad you did. Now the batter is Eddie Creampool. Eddie batting 244 with 15 home runs and 54 runs batted in. He leads the club in home runs with his 15. And he swings and fouls the first pitch down in the dirt. It's strike one. No score in the ball game. The Mets against the Giants. And Juan Marichal with his one strike delivery, this time missing low and away. Count evens out at one ball and one strike. Final score, Boston beat the Angels 3-1. to one. The winning pitcher was Dennis Bennett with help from John Wyatt. Losing pitcher was George Brunette. George Thomas, Yastrzemski, and Rogers home runs. All with no one on. Now the next delivery, an overhand curve that's hit out into right field for a base hit. Eddie Creampool goes to first base and holds there, and the Mets get their first base hit in the ballgame. That'll bring up Cleon Jones. Leon hitting 277 with eight home runs and 51 runs batted in. Right hand batter. Both sides with a base hit now. One out in the top of the second. And the first pitch to Jones. It's a high fly ball hit back of first base. Coming in from his right field position is Ken Henderson, and he makes the catch in foul territory. Greenpool stays at first base, and now the Giants have two Mets put away with Johnny Lewis coming up for the Mets. Johnny has been about 154 times with 31 hits. That puts his average at 201. Five home runs and 19 runs batted in. And he swings at the first pitch, an overhand curveball. It's strike one. No score in the ball game. Two men out in the top of the second. Juan Marichal against Dennis Ribbon. One strike delivery is swung on and missed. It's strike two. That time a fastball. Graham Bullet first, and the two-strike pitch swung on a miss to retire the side. Two strikeouts in the inning for Juan Marichal, his first and second in the ball game. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left on. And the score at the end of one and a half innings, the Mets nothing, the Giants nothing. Say, did you ever stop to think of how many lonesome travelers there are here in yonder and just how thirsty they get? Well, I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I've been traveling on. I travel here and then I From California to New York, the American folk singer travels here and yonder, carrying with him the music of the whole world and its peoples. And sometimes when the traveling gets thirsty, he puts down his guitar and accompanies himself with a cold beer, maybe Rheingold. And in New York City, where more songs and travelers stop than anywhere else in the world, more people buy Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. How come? Maybe it's the Oregon hops we use. Who knows? But we must be doing something right. 
Going to the bottom half of the second inning, Dennis Ryben pitching for the Mets. No score in the ball game, and the Giants coming up with Jesus Alou. Jesus batting for the first time is batting 238 this year with 25 home runs and 59 runs batted in. He'll be followed by Tom Howler and then Hal Lanier. Ryman all set to go, and the first pitch is a changeup that's too low. It's ball one. In the first inning, first man up, Tito Fuentes, beat out a base hit to deep short, back of second base. On the shortstop side. Henderson forced him at second base. Willie Mays forced Henderson at second base. There's a base hit to right field by Jesus Alou. He goes to first base and holds there as Al Lupo takes the drive on one hop and throws on in. After Willie McCovey had walked, Mays going down to second. Dennis Ryman struck out Jim Davenport on a 3-2 pitch. Now the second hit for the Giants in the ballgame, and for the second time in two innings, they have their lead batter on at first base. And coming up for the Giants is Tom Aller. Believe we gave. There's a ground ball down to second base. Chuck Killer has it, goes over to the shortstop, covering at second base. Bud Harrelson takes the throw and gets out of the way as the loose slides into him. But the force play is called at second base with no throw on the first. Aller, before hitting him to the force play with 25 home runs and 59 runs batted in, batting 238. Believe we gave a loose home. Incorrectly, he's had one home run and 18 runs batted in with a 261 average. Now the batter is the second baseman, Hal there. No score in the game. One man out, bottom half of the second. Lanier, a right-hand batter, and the pitch back to the plate and looped in the center field strongly. Leon Jones moves in. And he makes the catch for... The second out of the inning. Haller back to first base, and it brings up Warren Marichal. Warren hitting 242. He's been at bat 99 previous times with 24 hits. Four of them doubles, and he has driven in 11 runs. You cannot take him too lightly. No score in the game. Two men out. Bottom half of the second. And the first pitch to Marichal has swung on a miss. Low curveball. And one fool completely. At the end of one, the Pirates, after scoring a run in the first inning off of Joe Muller, are tied up by the Dodgers as they scored a run off Tommy Sisk. So it's a 1-1 game going to the top of the second. Now the one strike pitch just outside. Ball one. One ball, one strike. We'll have all the scores all the way around the National and the American League at the end of this inning. Another football final. Michigan State 28, North Carolina State 10. I've been taking a lot of time right now before getting set to pitch again to Juan Marichal. And the second base umpire, Ed Vargo, turns it around and tries to speed up the ball game. Now he's set. And the 1-1 pitch, a change-up pop foul back at home plate out of play. So Dennis has the count his way, one ball and two strikes. 
The Mets and Giants had a tremendous year at Shea Stadium, drawing 399,166 paid customers. Now a swing and a miss at strike three. Juan Maritral struck out to retire the side. No runs, one hit. No errors, one man left on. And the score at the end of two. The Giants nothing, the Mets nothing. In other games in the National and the American League, going to the bottom half of the ninth inning, the St. Louis Cardinals leading Chicago by a score of 6-4. to four. Wittichek now pitching for the Cardinals. Dick Hughes was the starting pitcher. Ken Holtzman, the starting pitcher for Chicago, and Henley in the ball game in the eighth inning. Now it's Juan Marichal to start off here in the top of the third, and his first pitch is a sidearm pitch that's called a strike. The batter is Hawk Taylor. Hawk batting 189 with three home runs and 11 runs batted in. It was his single last night in the ninth inning that put the Mets back in the ball game. And now he drives one to left. Jesus Alou comes in, misjudges the ball, and one-hands it as he kept it from going for a double. Line shot to left field. Jesus Alou coming in, almost ran under it. So Taylor going down for the first out here in the top of the third, and that brings up Dennis Ryman. Robert has a 172 average with 10 hits and 58 times up. And he takes the first pitch. It's called a strike. Now the umpire is shaking his head. So it is not a strike, but it's called a ball. Well, Marichal questioning the call and getting the head shake for the fact that it was not a strike but a ball. Now a punt attempt and the ball hit off to the foul side. It's one ball and one strike. In the St. Louis-Chicago game, Phillips has hit a home run in the ninth inning with no one on for the Cubs. The Cubs now trailing by one as they bat in the bottom half of the ninth. One ball, one strike. Marichal back again to Ryben. The pitcher's lined through the hole between third and short of base hit. Ryben rounds at first base, going down the line in a hurry, and then holds there as the throw comes in from Jesus Alou. So the Mets have their second hit against the Giants. It's all even at two apiece with no score. And Bud Harrelson comes up for the second time. Bud Grunner down to second base his first time up. Hit one off the handle that was sort of a slowly hit line drive, and the second baseman Lanier had an easy play at first on him. First pitch to him this time is bunted foul at strike one. Bud was bunting for a base hit, not the sacrifice. One out in the top of the third. Davenport defensed against him at third base, about 80 feet away near the line. Next pitch is bunted foul again. Strike two. But in last night's ball game, showed some muscle. He had two triples. He's had three since he came up from Jacksonville. 
One was to right center, the other to left center. He has good speed, and he pops one into shallow center, going back into a position back of second base is Tito Puentes, and he makes the catch. Puentes was looking as though he might drop the ball, but there would be no advantage there. He had then a chance to make a force play, which would leave Harrelson a very fast man on. Now the batter is Chuck Hiller. Chuck pops it short his first time up, and he takes the first pitch outside at the ball. Marichal back again, and the curveball is grounded out towards short. A tough play for Fuentes. His quick throw to first base is not in time. No play at second base as the second baseman, Howell there, was playing over towards the first base side at second. And Dennis Ryben beat him to second base. So Fuentes had no other choice as he took that ball that was hit out toward the deep part of the shortstop side and threw over to first base, but not in time. Well, the Mets have runners at first and second, the first time they've had two on in this ballgame. And the batter is Ken Boyer, who flied out to the left field his first time up. Boyer brought a nine-game hitting streak into this ballgame. And Juan Marichal with the first pitch. And Boyer takes it over the outside corner for a called strike. Cubs fell short as they got a run in the ninth. And the Cardinals beat Chicago 6-5. to five. Winning pitcher was Dennis in relief. The losing pitcher was Holtzman. Shannon and Phillips home run. Now a swing at an overhand curve at strike two. Houston leads Philadelphia by a score of nine to two after four and a half innings. And the next pitch is called strike three. That retires the side. In the inning, no runs, two hits, no errors, and two men left on. The strikeout for Juan Marichal, his third. And the score at the end of two and a half innings. The Mets, nothing. The San Francisco Giants, nothing. Now here's a word from Rangel. I don't know the reason. I can't tell you why. More people like Brian Gold. The beer extra dry. third inning of a scoreless ball game, Dennis Ryben and Juan Marichal hooking up here in the pitcher's duel. Say the Brewers of Rango Beer pleased to announce the Brass on the Grass, a free concert by Herb Alpert 
and the Tijuana Brass in the Central Park Sheep Meadow, Central Park West and 66th Street on Wednesday, September 21st at 8 o'clock. But better come early because there's really going to be something doing, right? Pirates are out in the top of the second. They did not score. Dodgers coming up with the score tied at 1-1. to one. Tommy Sisk against Joe Muller in that ballgame. Tito Fuentes, the first batter up for the Giants. Tito, the leadoff batter for the Giants, singled his first time up an infield hit to shortstop. Final score, Boston beat California 3-1. White Sox beat Baltimore 3-1. Cleveland beat Detroit 6-2. Yankees are batting in the bottom half of the ninth inning off Jim Cutt. They went into the inning trailing by a score of 4-1, to one, but Pepitone has shortened that lead to 4-2 to two with a home run, his 31st with no one on. Now the first pitch by Dennis Ryman here in the bottom half of the third, and it's ball one. Ryman has given up no runs, allowed two hits. He has struck out two and walked one. Next delivery is hit hard down to short. Harrelson has it in one hop moving to his left. His throw to first base is in plenty of time for the out. Ball was well hit, but Harrelson cut it off. And now the batter coming up is Ken Henderson, and we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY Schenectady, 810 on your radio dial, your station for all Mets games. Dennis Ryman with his first pitch to Ken Henderson, and it's taken outside. It's ball one. Ralph Kiner, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Candlestick Park in San Francisco, California. Scoreless ball game with one out in the bottom half of the third. Ryman back again, and this time he gets a strike. One ball, one strike. Henderson hit into a fourth play his first time up, grounding down to short. Average dropping from 313 to 294 with his one time at bat. He's been up 17 times with five hits. Next pitch grounded out towards first base. Eddie Cranville decides to take the play at first base by himself and makes it there unassisted for the out. Two men out, now Willie Mays comes up. Willie hit into a force play his first time up. Hit the ball hard down to Chuck Hiller, and Chuck had a good shot at a double play, but booted the ball, and then actually booted it with his foot over to the shortstop. Bud Harrelson, not on purpose. Bud got the ball and stepped on the bag. First pitch is a breaking pitch over the outside corner, a call strike. Mays hitting 293 this year with 34 home runs and 94 runs batted in. Now the one-strike delivery taken at the knees, and it's called strike two. If the Mets can win this ball game here today. It will be the first time in their history, and they're in their fifth year, that they have ever won a series from another team. Mets have won nine of the 17 games played, and if they could win today, that would give them their 10th win and a victory in the series for the season for the first time over any club. A check and a swing and a foul ball. Actually, the ball was not fouled as Hawk Taylor came back. The ball was just not caught by Taylor, and the count goes to one and two. One ball, two strikes. The Mets have 
a chance, of course, against other teams to come up with a winning season record. They are nine and seven against Chicago with two games to play, and they are nine and they are eight and three with Houston with eight games to play. A high drive to deep center field, but the wind pulling the ball up. Back in the warning track is Cleon Jones, and he really had trouble with the sun, but he made the play to retire the side. The last minute, Cleon Jones made the catch as he spun away as that ball was in the sun, but he found it and made the play on Willie Mays. So with an aid from the wind blowing in from left center field, the Mets get Willie Mays out and retire the side in order. And the score at the end of three, the Mets nothing, the Giants nothing. That's Bugles and Drums, and you'll hear that each evening Monday through Friday at 5.45 on WGY when I bring you Spotlight on Sports, the only full 15-minute radio program in the area devoted exclusively to sports news of the day. This is Bill Carpenter inviting you to hear Sports Spotlight each day and to tune in Mondays and Thursdays at 5 minutes past 7 p.m. for two new programs of auto racing news, Northeast Racing Roundup on Mondays and Speedway Highlights on Thursdays. And these programs are only part of WGY's extensive and intensive coverage of sports. Monday through Friday at 6.15, horse racing fans will like Howard Tupper's track talk. Golf enthusiasts will enjoy Bill Edwardson's golf talk on Thursdays at 6.35 p.m. with questions from golfers and answers from pros. All this plus Mets baseball and national sports coverage from NBC on WGY, your reliable station for sports in 26 counties of New York and New England. Now in the fourth inning, Al Luplo will lead off against Juan Marichal. At the end of two innings at Dodger Stadium, the Pirates won, the Dodgers won. Right-hander Tommy Sisk with a record of 10-3, and three, pitching against Joe Moeller, 2-3. Al Luplo second time up. Marichal struck him out in the second. Dominican Dandy swings out of his windup. The pitch, a high pop foul that's playable. Tom Hallard near the plate in foul territory takes it for the out. One away and nobody on. That brings up Eddie Cranepool. In college football, Colgate defeated Boston University 34 to nothing. Now Eddie Cranepool. Eddie has been up once and singled to right field. Breeze now has freshened up and is very much indeed a factor in the ballgame. Marichal winds the pitch on the way. A little bit low and outside. One ball and no strikes. Yogi Berra coaching at first. Whitey Herzog at third. May is shaded toward right center against Eddie Cranepool. Breaking ball at the knees at the strike. One ball, one strike. Following today's game, the Mets fly to Houston. Doubleheader tomorrow with the Astros will be on with our broadcast at 3.25 p.m. New York time. Outside and low with a screwball, two balls and a strike on Ed Cranepool. We're anxious to see 19-year-old Nolan Ryan against the Astros tomorrow, as well as Tug McGraw. The Astros seem to be getting hot. They beat the Phillies last night. Harrison hit a grand slam home run. 
bounced foul. It's two and two. And they are walloping Philadelphia this afternoon. They lead the Phillies 10 to 2 at the end of five. The Cardinals won today. When the day is over, it appears St. Louis will be just a half game behind Philadelphia. Ground ball hit toward the middle. Fuentes up with it behind second. Throws not in time. And Greenpool is on. Tito Fuentes making a beautiful play going in behind second base. He was actually a stride over on the right side of the diamond when he came up with the grounder. And whipped the ball quickly to stretch McCovey, but not in time. For the New York Mets, their fourth base hit. So Eddie Cranepool is two for two, and it brings up Leon Jones. Double checking on the standings if Houston beats Philadelphia. Ground ball bounced to short by Cleon. Twenty throws to second for one. On to first, not in time, and Cleon reaches on the force play. St. Louis has won, and if Philadelphia loses, they'll be in a flat-footed tie for fourth place. Each will have won 79 and lost 70. Now Johnny Lewis up against Juan Marichal. No score, top of the fourth inning. Speedy Cleon Jones on first base, two men down. There goes Cleon, a swing and a miss. The peg by Haller, the slide. Safe, he stole the base. Cleon Jones. Getting his 15th stolen base of the year. And Cleon has been caught only five times all year. Cleon has the new Mets club record for stolen bases in a season. A modest record, but nonetheless, a mark of progress. Now a one-strike count on Johnny Lewis. Here's the pitch by Marichal, a swing and a miss, strike two. It's all over at Yankee Stadium. Joe Pepitone homered in the last of the ninth, his 31st of the year. The Yankees fell two runs shy, the Twins winning it 4-2. to two. Jim Cott winning his 24th of the year to tie Sandy Koufax for most victories to major leagues. Al Downing was the loser. A pickoff attempt at second, and Cleon Jones just gets back. Well, what a move that was by Juan Marichal. He looked like a ballet dancer out there. Pretty close to a balk, I would say. Two-strike pitch. Outside and low, one ball and two strikes. In the third inning at Dodger Stadium, Willie Stargell has hit a home run off Joe Moeller with the bases clear. It's Pittsburgh 2, the Dodgers 1, with the Pirates batting in the top of the third inning. A ground ball foul right down to Whitey Herzog. Everything is over in the American League now. The Twins defeated the Yankees 4-2, Jim Cott winning his 24th. The Red Sox down the Angels 3-1 on the combined five-hit pitching of Dennis Bennett and John Wyatt. Wyatt relieved in the eighth inning. George Thomas and Carl Yastrzemski homered for Boston. Bob Rogers for the Angels. Tommy John went all the way as the White Sox beat the league-leading Orioles 
Palmer, the loser. Frank Robinson, the major league leader, hit number 45. But Jerry Adair beat his old teammates with a three-run homer. And Cleveland beat Detroit 6-2, to two, Hargan the winner. So the magic number now for the Orioles is six. One ball and two strikes to Johnny Lewis. Now Marichal checks the runner. Down comes the pitch. A high foul ball wafted back into the crowd. No play. Bob Taylor kneeling in the on-deck circle. The New York Mets, no runs, four hits and no errors. The Giants, no runs, two hits and no errors. We're in the top of the fourth inning. Outfield rather deep and around toward right. Now Juan's 1-2 delivery is low and outside. He missed with a screwball, and the count is even at 2-2. Two and two. The Mets can win today. It will be the first time in their history they have taken a season series. The 2-2 pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. Marichal, his fourth strikeout. Mets are out in the fourth inning with no runs, one hit, no errors, one left. At the end of three and a half, the New York Mets nothing and the San Francisco Giants nothing. Hear that? Guess who it is? It's an American citizen dancing for joy about the new higher interest rates on United States savings bonds. Now, U.S. savings bonds earn 4.15% interest when held to maturity. Over 4% return on savings bonds. Sounds great, doesn't it? Well, it's true. Your money couldn't be safer if the FBI patrolled it day and night. And yet, bonds bring you 4.15% in return. The new higher interest rates apply to new bonds you buy or to those you now hold for their remaining period to maturity. Get in step. Buy U.S. savings bonds where you work or where you bank. They're safe. They pay over 4% interest and... Last half of the fourth inning, Willie McCovey is up against Dennis Ryback. McCovey reached on a walk his first time up. Here's the pitch by Denny. A drive well hit to right field. Back goes Luplo. It's going down a home run. For Willie McCovey, his 31st home run of the year. A line drive over the fence of the 375 mark in right center field. Giants lead 1-0, and the batter is Jim Davenport. Davenport is 0-1. He was called out on strikes his first time up. 
Now the pitch by Dennis Ryvan. It's a strike on the inside corner. McCovey is a dangerous hitter anywhere, but in this ballpark, he is really dynamite. Popped high in the air to shallow right field. Luplo charging in, slows up. He's under it, and Al makes the grab at retiring Devonport. One out and nobody on, and the batter coming up now is Jesus Alou. In college football this afternoon, the Michigan Wolverines defeated Oregon State 41 to nothing. It was Army 21, Kansas State 6. Navy 27, Boston College 7. Jesus Alou lined a single to right field his previous time at bat. Line drive to center up base hit by Alou. Leon Jones gallops over, picks it up. Alou takes the turn, and he's on with a single to center. Jesus did not hit the first half of the year, but certainly has picked up the second half of the year. He has his average now up to 263. And his two brothers, Matty and Philippe, well, they've been something else. They're one-two of the National League in batting. Philippe leads the major leagues in base hits. He has 210 hits. Tom Haller up and a foul ball back toward our broadcasting booth out of play. Matty Alou, the middle brother, leading the National League in batting. He has a fairly substantial lead at the moment over his brother Philippe. Now Dennis Ryband lobs the ball over to first base. Al Lanier is the on-deck batter. The Giants have gone in front 1-0 on the home run by Willie McCovey. Misses the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Leon Jones playing a deep center field and shades toward right center against Tom Haller. Haller reached on a force play his first time at bat. And a pitch out, but nothing was on. Two balls and a strike. Ryban has good control. You can pitch out with Dennis without too many worries. Now the 2-1 delivery. A high pop fly that's playable behind third. Ken Boyer is waved off by Harrelson, and Bud makes the catch in fair territory. Two men away, Hal Lanier, the second baseman, comes up. Willie Stargell's home run at the third off Joe Muller, the only run in the inning. Now at the end of two and a half, it's Pittsburgh two, the Los Angeles Dodgers one. Al Lanier hit the ball hard his first time up a line drive to center that was caught by Cleon Jones. Ryback off the stretch. 
A line drive into right center field. It's going to be in for a base hit. Grabbed on a hop by Luplo. And racing around to third goes Jesus Alou. The Giants have runners on first and third. Juan Marichal will be coming up. Giants have three hits off Dennis Ryband here on the fourth. They lead 1-0, and now with runners on first and third, the hitter is Maritel. Good hitter. Juan has had 24 hits this year, and he's knocked 11 runs in. Impressive figures for a pitcher. Maritel with that back foot planted right on the restraining line. Wide batting stance. Down comes the pitch. A ground ball hit deep in the hole. Backhand play can't be made. Alou is in to score. Racing around to third base. Goes Haladere, and he's in there facing. Giants lead 2 nothing. It's Marichal behind on the count to Ryback. Delivers a run-scoring hit on a ground ball hit deep in the hole, just beyond the reach. Uh, Bud Harrelson, Bud tried to make the backhand play deep in the hole. I doubt he had any chance at all of throwing him out. And now Tito Fuentes comes up. Giants now have two runs on four hits off Dennis here in the fourth inning. Fuentes has one for two. He reached on an infield hit in the first. Swing and a miss, strike one. Bill Hepler, a left-hander, and Daryl Sutherland, right-hander, are now warming up in the Mets' bullpen. Now Fuentes wants the ball looked over by Harry Wendelstead. That RBI for Juan Marichal, his 12th of the year. Now the pitch on the way, a sidearm delivery, a swing and a miss, strike two. Dennis really had a lot on that one. Darrell Sutherland was the winning pitcher in last night's game. Darrell worked two-thirds of one inning. He worked in the last half of the eighth inning, and the Mets got three in the ninth. Now Ryabant in the set position. A cross-fire delivery, a swing and a miss. He struck him out. Ryabant fans, Tito Fuentes. For his third strikeout, and the side is retired. Two runs, four hits, no errors, two left on. Now, four innings complete. The Giants, two runs, six hits, no errors. The New York Mets, no runs, four hits, and no errors. Tomorrow at Shea Stadium, the New York Jets open the home season in the American Football League as they host the Houston Oilers, one of the top contenders in the Eastern Division. A duel between Joe Namath, Rookie of the Year of the AFL last season, and the old pro George Blanda, now in his 17th year. We want to extend our best wishes to head coach Wade Eubank, his staff, and his ball club as they open their home season. By the way, if you have a ticket, if you're going to be at Shea tomorrow for the home opener of the New York Jets, Stop by the advanced sale window and make your plans for the final five home games of the New York Mets. At last homestand starting a week from Tuesday night. 
September 27th. The Cubs are in for a night game on Tuesday, a day game on Wednesday, the 28th. Then the final weekend against the Houston Astros, with the final day being two weeks from tomorrow, October 2nd, Fan Appreciation Day game with the Houston Astros. Bob Taylor is up against Juan Marichal as we move to the fifth inning. Houston Astros are leading the Philadelphia Phils 10 to 2 at the end of six and a half innings. Outside and lowest ball one. The St. Louis Cardinals defeated the Chicago Cubs 6 to 5. So the Cardinals will probably be tied for fourth place when this day is over. Ground ball hit down to third, handled deep behind the bag by Davenport. The throw in the dirt, and up with it is Willie McCovey in time for the out. Right here we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY, your New York Mets station, Schenectady. Bob Murphy with Ralph Kiner and Lindsey Nelson from Candlestick Park in San Francisco. And the pitch to Ryabat gets the outside corner for a strike. Now low and outside, one ball, one strike. Dennis single to left field in the third inning. He has one of the four hits off Juan Marichal. A 1-1 pitch, a swing and a miss and a curveball, one and two. Marichal has four shutouts this year. An earned run average of 2.05. Sandy Koufax leads the National League with a 1.70 ERA. Now the 1-2 delivery. Sidearm delivery outside is 2-2. Two two. Juan Marichal is really something. There's a better right-hand pitcher in baseball. I don't know who he is. Pitching two and two. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. That's number five for Marichal. He now has 194 strikeouts. The only National League pitchers over 200, I believe, at the moment are Sandy Koufax and Jim Bunning. Sandy way out in front of the major leagues in strikeouts. Bud Harrelson is up against Marichal, and the pitch is low inside, ball one. The winningest pitchers in the major leagues are Sandy Koufax and Minnesota's Jim Cott. They both won 24. Zipped right in there for a call strike to Bud Harrelson. One ball, one strike. Juan was going great guns. It looked like he might come close to 30, and then a couple of injuries slowed him up. And the fastball in the outside corner, a strike, one ball and two strikes. Both Jim Bunning and Chris Short of the Phillies have a chance to wind up as 20-game winners. Foul ball coming back, no play. Right now there are four 20-game winners in the National League and one in the American. Randy Koufax 
Gaylord Perry, Juan Marichal, and Bob Gibson. And the curve drops over strike three call. That's number six for Marichal. That's out one, two, three in their half of the fifth. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. We've come halfway at the end of four and a half innings. It's the Giants two. The New York Mets nothing. And now here's a word from Rango. Heinz by I don't know the reason. I can't tell you why. More people like Rango's appear extra dry. But we must be doing something. Yes, we must be doing something right. Yes, we must be doing something. Woo! We must be doing something right. We Yes, we must be doing something. half of the fifth inning. Ken Henderson will be up against Dennis Ryback. Henderson hitting for the third time has reached on a force play and grounded out to first, nothing for two. Foul ball back into the crowd, strike one. The grandstand outfielders must have made quite a play. Willie Mays on deck and then Willie McCovey. The Giants in front, 2 nothing. bottom half of the fifth inning. Fastball for a strike. Gaylord Perry will open the four-game series against Pittsburgh here at Candlestick tomorrow. The end of three and a half innings, the Dodgers two and the Pirates two. Now the curve outside and low, one ball and two strikes. The Dodgers now hitting in the last of the fourth inning against Tommy Sisk. And the game tied two to two. The Dodgers are the hot club right now. <clears throat> they have won eight in a row and won 13 of their last 15. The one-two pitch, a ground ball past Ryback for each fielded by Hiller. Chuck fires to first in time, and Henderson is out. One away. Now Willie Mays coming up. Willie has reached on a force play and flies deep to center. Jones caught the ball right against the fence. The brass on the grass. A free concert by Herb Alpert of the famous Tijuana Brass will be presented by the brewers of Rheingold Beer in Central Park on Wednesday. September 21st at 8 p.m. Enter the park at 66th Street and Central Park West. Then just follow the herd to the sheep meadow. One away, nobody on, and Willie Mays facing Dennis Ryback. 
Willie hitting 292 with 34 home runs and 94 runs batted in. Now Dennis Wines, here's the pitch on the way. A full swing and a little squibbler hit foul. Right straight back, strike one. This will be the tenth year that Willie Mays has driven in a hundred or more runs when he reaches it. Low outside, one ball, one strike. Willie has 94 right now. It will be the eighth consecutive year that Willie has driven in over 100 runs. Now Ryband swings out of his windup. The sidearm delivery, a swing and a miss. Good pitch by Dennis Ryband. One ball and two strikes. Stretch McCovey waiting in the on-deck circle. Now the one-two delivery, and it's over. Strike three call to sidearm curveball. For Ryband, his fourth strike out of the game. Two outs and nobody on. Here's Willie McCovey. He hit a line drive over the 375 mark for a home run his last time up. His 31st home run of the year. Ryband winds. Down comes his pitch. A high drive. Hit a mile to deep right center. Oh, is this one hit? It's over the bleachers again. You have to see the way he hits him to believe it. Well, I guess that ball was hit just about as far as the one he hit last night. Not quite as far. That ball was hit more to center field than the one he hit last night. And it landed right at the top of the bleachers. Giants lead 3-0. And Davenport takes a curve for a call strike. That's McCovey's 32nd home run of the year. Now Ryband delivers low and outside. Willie McCovey now has three home runs in his last four official times at bat. One ball and one strike on Jim Davenport. Now the pitcher on the way. A grounder hit hard to third. Backhand play by Boyer. The long throw in time. A good play by Ken Boyer. And the side is out. In the last of the fifth inning, one run, one hit. The home run by Willie McCovey. No errors, done left on. At the end of five, it's the Giants. Three runs, seven hits, no errors. The New York Mets, no runs, four hits, and no errors. 
Two weeks from tomorrow, October 2nd, the Mets and the Astros will be concluding the New York Mets 1966 baseball season. That will be Fan Appreciation Day at Shea Stadium. And all youngsters under 16 will be given a replica of the Mets batting helmet. All over 16 will certainly not be overlooked. You also will receive a handsome gift. That's two weeks from tomorrow, the last day of the season, the Mets concluding against the Houston Astros. The Mets have won 8 out of 11 this year from Houston, and they still have keen ambitions of overhauling the Astros. They have enough games remaining with Houston to turn the trick if they can continue to defeat them. The Mets are going to Houston for a four-game series, and they close out the season with a three-game series at Shea Stadium. So they have in seven games remaining with Houston. Tickets are on sale at the advanced sale window at Shea Stadium seven days a week. Also in Midtown Manhattan, on the uh, ground level at Macy's 34th Street store, and at Grand Central Station at the foot of the 42nd Street in Vanderbilt Avenue ramp. Mets tickets are also on sale at Macy's in the Walt Whitman Shopping Center in Huntington, Long Island. It will be Chuck Hiller leading off against Marichal in the top of the sixth inning. The Giants leading 3-0 on two home runs by Willie McCovey. McCovey has three home runs in his last four official times at bat. I don't know whether anything is bothering Marichal or not, but we're getting some warm-up action in the giant bullpen. The way Marichal has been working on the mound, it certainly would not seem that there's anything wrong at all. In five innings, he's allowed no runs, four hits, walked none, and struck out six. The Dodgers scored a run off Tommy Sisk in the last of the fourth inning at Dodger Stadium. And now at the end of four innings, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers three, the Pittsburgh Pirates two. They go to the ninth inning in Houston with the Astros leading Philadelphia 11 to two. Chuck Hiller got a base hit his last time up. Chuck has one for two. Hiller batting 310. Everything is over in the American League. Everything is over in the National League except the game in Houston, the game in Los Angeles. There's a night game in Atlanta between the Reds and the Braves. Marichal into his windup. The pitch to Hiller, a ground ball going foul down the first baseline. Everything over in the American League. The Orioles lost, but nonetheless saw the magic number reduced from 7-6. to six. The White Sox beat Baltimore 3-1. to one. But Cleveland topples second place Detroit 6-2. Hiller bunts it, but it goes foul down the third base line. The Red Sox defeated the Angels 3-1. And the Twins downed the Yankees 4-2 in the stadium with Jim Cott winning his 24th. Ground ball hit down to first. Fair ball fielded by McCovey. He'll take it himself, retiring Hiller one man away. Final college football score, Duke 34, West Virginia 15. Ken Boyer has flied to left and been struck out. Ken is 0 for 2. 
last night, Boyer drove in the first run for New York with a sacrifice fly. Breaking ball outside and low ball one. Ken also had his 28th double of the year last night, which ties the Mets club record for most doubles in a season. Two years ago, Ron Hunt had 28. A drive well hit by Ken Boyer. This one is up there, and there it goes. A home run. Ken Boyer hitting his 14th home run of the year. It is now a 3-1 to ball game. A drive really tagged by Kenny. Hit clear of the fence with plenty to spare. Failed across the open expanse and landed right at the base of the bleacher wall. For Ken Boyer, his 61st run batted in, his 14th home run. Al Luplo up, and he is driven away from the plate. One ball and no strikes. That's the second time this year that Boyer has homered off Marichal. Now a swing and a miss by Al Luplo. One ball, one strike. On the 4th of August, Kenny hit one in the ninth inning off Marichal. The 1-1 delivery. A drive well hit by Luplo. This one's way up there. And there it goes. A home run. Back-to-back home runs. And the Mets fight right back into it. Al Luplo rounding third and heading in. For Luplo, his sixth home run of the year. And that one was a shot. Over the fence and up into the bleachers. Now it's the Giants three and the Mets two. Back-to-back home runs off Juan Marichal. There's something you don't see very often. Now Eddie Cranepool is up, and the Mets now trail by one run. It's three to two. Here's the pitch by Marichal. A high fly ball going foul down the right field line. This one has the legs to be a home run, but it's a foul ball. Al Luplo has hit six home runs this year, and three of the six have been off the Giants. That was his second off Marichal. He also hit one off Bob Bolin. Now the pitch to Eddie Cranepool. A line smash off the glove of Marichal. He hurries after it, won't make a play, and Cranepool is on with a base hit. And that's three hits in a row, and the tying run is on. Mets now have a total of seven hits. The hits are even in the game. Rich Robertson starting to warm up in the giant bullpen. Now Cleon, a ground ball bounced hard to second. Lanier to Fuentes, down to first. Low throw, but McCovey up with it for the double play. 4-6-3 double play hit into by Cleon Jones. He hit the ball hard, but right at second baseman Hal Lanier. The side retired, but the Mets fight back into it. On back-to-back home runs by Ken Boyer and Al Luplo. 
Two runs, three hits, no errors, none left on. At the end of five and a half, the Giants three and the New York Mets two. The last of the sixth inning, Jesus Alou leads off for the Giants facing Dennis Ryback. Jesus has two hits and two times at bat. Jesus hitting a 265, tall, rangy, right-hand batter. Leon Jones placing the stride toward left center and the pitch by Ryback. Foul ball over the dugout of the Giants and back up into the crowd. At the end of four, the Dodgers three and the Pirates two. Ground ball hit down to first base. Eddie Cranepool handles it. Jocks over to the bag, steps there, and Alou is out one man away. Swing and a miss by Tom Haller, strike one. A slight injury down in the Mets bullpen. One of the players warming up a pitcher in the bullpen must have been hit by a ball. Now Haller lays off, and the count is two balls and a strike. Two and one the count on Tom Haller. One out, nobody on. The last of the sixth inning. Inside and low, ball three. Ryback working very carefully to... Left-hand batter Tom Haller, who has good power. The left-hand hitters with power, when that wind is blowing to right, you really have to pitch cautiously. And wherever possible, pitch around them. Here's the pitch on the way. Outside, ball four, and Dennis is going to pitch around him. That's the second walk given up by Ryback. And it brings up Hal Lanier. Lanier is lined out to center and single to right field, one for two. One out and one on. Lanier, right-hand batter, waiting. The pitch by Rabb and a grounder stroke toward second base. Hiller up with it, throws to Harrelson, not a first. In time, a double play. 4-6-3 for the twin Gillick. Fast fielding on the part of Hiller and Bud Harrelson. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. At the end of six, the San Francisco Giants three and the New York Mets two. Well, as everybody in New York knows, Rheingold is a beer. In fact, it's New York's number one beer. But then this summer, Rheingold turned into a music festival. A full-grown, 61-concert music festival attended by more than 220,000 people. 
Now, what does that make Rheingold? Well, probably New York's number one music festival. Well, Rheingold is so happy about being New York's number one this and New York's number one that that it would like to invite the entire city to a free concert by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. It'll be in the Central Park Sheep Meadow, Central Park West and 66th Street on Wednesday, September 21st at 8 o'clock. But better come early because there's really going to be something doing, right? You mentioned a moment ago that there had been a slight accident in the Mets bullpen. A ball bounced up and struck Jerry Grody. Jerry is all right. He's on his feet and walking now into the dugout with trainer Gus Mush. And he'll go on into the clubhouse to be taken care of. Johnny Lewis will be up against Juan Marichal in the seventh inning. Johnny has been up twice and been struck out twice. Here's the pitch by Marichal. A swing and a miss on a curveball of the knees. Strike one. Bob Taylor coming out on deck. About a month ago, Hawk got hit with a ball down in the bullpen during the course of a ball game. Outside and low on a screwball. One ball, one strike to Johnny Lewis. The Giants have three runs, seven hits. The Mets, two runs, seven hits. Bounced foul, no play. Each team has hit two home runs. Boyer and Luplo for New York. And Willie McCovey has hit two for the Giants. Daryl Sutherland is on call in the Mets bullpen. Now the windup by Marichal. The pitch, ground ball hit towards second. Lanier to his glove side has it. Whips the ball to McCovey, retiring Johnny Lewis. One down. Now Hawk Taylor is being called back, and Johnny Stevenson is coming out as a pinch hitter. So right here, let's pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY, your New York Mets station, Schenectady. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kinder from Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Good ball game going. Giants three, Mets two. We're in the seventh. And Johnny Stevenson is batting for Hawk Taylor. Johnny's had good luck against the Giants this year. He is hitting 424 against San Francisco. Now the pitch by Marichal. A swing and a miss strike one. Sutherland on call in the bullpen because Ryban is scheduled up next. And a swing and a miss, strike two. Marichal pulling the string on Johnny Stevenson. The end of five innings, the Dodgers three and the Pirates two. And a swing and a miss, he struck him out. Stevenson struck out on three pitches by Marichal, his seventh strike out of the game. Now Dennis Ryband is being called back. 
And Larry Elliott is coming out as the pinch hitter. It's all over in the Astrodome. The Houston Astros routed the Philadelphia Phillies 11-2. Houston had 17 base hits. Larry Durker went all the way, winning his ninth. The loser was Morris in relief. The Mets tackle the Astros in a doubleheader tomorrow. We'll be on the air at 3.25 p.m. New York time. Now left-handed hitting Larry Elliott will bat for Dennis Ryback. Dennis doing a good job on the mound again today. Forced out of the game for a pinch hitter after working six innings. Dennis gave up three runs, allowed seven hits. He walked two and struck out four. The Mets will have a new pitcher, Darrell Sutherland, in the ball game in the last half of the seventh. See, now's a good time to light up a cool and taste the most refreshing coolness you can get. Cool Filter King. A swing and a miss on a breaking ball by Marichal. Strike one. The Mets were trailing 3-0, but in the sixth inning with one out, Ken Boyer homered to left. And Al Luplo homered to right to make it 3-2. For Boyer and Luplo, it was the second time this year they have homered off Juan Marichal. Bud Harrelson is the on-deck batter. And the pitch to Elliott is low inside, one ball, one strike. Pitching one and one. Ground ball going foul off to the right side. It's one ball and two strikes. Following today's game, the Mets will be flying on to Houston. Here's the one-two pitch. Off the outside corner, it's two and two. Tomorrow, Nolan Ryan and Tug McGraw are the pitchers against the Astros' Dave Justy and Bob Bruce. Juan Marichal with a count of two and two delivers to Elliott a swing and a miss. He struck him out. Marichal coming back strong. Strikes out two of the three. He now has struck out eight in seven innings. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left on. Seventh inning stretch time for the Giant fans at the end of six and a half innings. The Giants three, and the New York Mets two. We all love our country. It's the most beautiful country in the world. Let's prove how much we love it. Let's keep America beautiful. Doesn't it make you fighting mad to see thoughtless, careless people spreading trash and litter all over our streets and roads and highways and waterways? Doesn't it make your blood boil when people scatter rubbish all over our parks and woodlands and beaches? You bet it does. So always carry a litter bag in car or boat. When you have trash to get rid of, don't throw it away. Stow it away. Hold everything for the proper receptacle. Our roads and streets and parks and waterways belong to all of us. Litter is an eyesore. Interferes with outdoor fun. 
It's a threat to health and highway safety. Costs tax dollars, too. Every little bit hurts you. We have the most beautiful country in the world. Let's keep it that way. Let's all work together to keep America beautiful. battery for the New York Mets. Daryl Sutherland is now pitching and Johnny Stevenson is behind the plate. Daryl worked two-thirds of an inning in the eighth inning here last night and was the winning pitcher. He got the Giants out after they had gone in front. Willie Mays singled home Ken Henderson to put the Giants in front three to two. Then Daryl got the side out and in the ninth inning the Mets rallied for three runs to win it and Daryl was the winner in relief. Hamilton came on to save the game in the ninth inning. Juan Marichal up against Daryl Sutherland. Daryl has won two and lost none. And the pitch is outside, ball one. Dennis Rybant pitched six innings, allowed three runs, seven hits, walked two, struck out four. Right in there for a call strike. One ball and one strike. Dick Rustick and Rob Gardner throwing easily down the missed bullpen. Breaking ball, a strike on the outside corner. One and two. Rustak's shoulder feels a lot better. Pitching one and two. He started to go and he held up and he missed outside, so the count is even at two and two. Pitching two and two. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. Darrell Sutherland with a curveball strikes out Juan Marichal, one man away. Now the top of the batting order for Tito Fuentes. He reached on an infield hit in the first inning and since then has bounced out to short and been struck out. Fuentes has one for three. He's batting 257. For Darrell Sutherland, this is his third outing since rejoining the ball club from Jacksonville. Darrell, a slender Californian. Fastball inside, one ball and no strikes. Five innings at Dodger Stadium, the Dodgers three and the Pirates two. A ground ball hit toward the hole, deep in the hole, Harrelson up with it. Can't make a play, and 20s is on with an infield hit. His second infield hit of the ball game. He is now two for four, and it brings up Ken Henderson. Henderson has reached on a force play, grounded out to first, and grounded out to second. Nothing for three. 
Ken Henderson, a switch hitter, batting at 263. He was around with the Giants all last year as a first-year player who had to be protected. Now the pitch. Call strike on the inside corner. This year he could be farmed out, so he got some needed experience playing for Phoenix in the Pacific Coast League, and he hit 272. Now Darrell Sutherland in the set position throws to first base, not in time. Last of the seventh inning, Giants three and the Mets two. A line drive, a base hit to center field. Twenty is around second is racing on to third. And the Giants have runners at first and third with one out. Batter coming up is Willie May. In today's game, Willie has reached in a force play, slide to deep center. The ball was caught right against the fence at the 410 mark by Cleon Jones. And Willie's last time up against Dennis Ryban, he was called out on strikes. Willie hitting 291. Outfielder Frank Johnson racing down to the bullpen now to start warming up his arm. Here's the pitch. Outside, it's ball one. Herman Franks has been putting Frank Johnson in in the late innings for defense. He has quite a throwing arm. Last night, when Sean Fitzmorris slid home with a tying run in the ninth, Johnson's throw from left field was a beautiful throw. Ball popped out of Haller's mid, or they might have had him. Infield looking for two. A ground ball back to the mound. Sutherland throws to Harrelson, one. Now to first, double play, the side is out. A 1-6-3 double play. So Darrell Sutherland works out of it. No runs, two hits, no errors, and one left on. At the end of seven innings, the score, the San Francisco Giants three, and the New York Mets two. In the National League at Dodger Stadium, it's the Dodgers three and the Pirates two at the end of five. Tommy Sisk dueling Joe Moeller. Home runs in the game by Willie Stargell for the Bucks and Ron Fairley for the Dodgers. St. Louis Cardinals climbed into a fourth-place tie with Philadelphia by defeating Chicago today, 6-5. The winner in relief was Don Dennis. The loser was the starter, Ken Holtzman. Home runs by Mike Shannon and Adolfo Phillips. Cincinnati plays at Atlanta tonight. And the Houston Astros had 11 runs and 17 hits in beating Philadelphia 11-2 with Larry Durker going all the way. Morris, the loser, in relief. In the American League, Cleet Boyer and Joe Pepitone homered for the New York Yankees, but the Yanks fell two runs shy. Minnesota defeating the Yankees in the stadium 4-2, with Jim Cott winning his 24th. The Mets' Sandy Koufax for the winningest pitcher in the major leagues. Al Downing was the loser. Dennis Bennett with John Wyatt in the eighth inning combining for a five-hitter as the Red Sox tripped the Angels 3-1. 
George Thomas and Carl Yastrzemski homered for Boston. Bob Rogers for the Angels. The loser was George Brunette. Tommy John won his 14th going all the way as the White Sox beat the Orioles 3-1. Palmer the loser. Frank Robinson hit his 45th home run, most in the major leagues. But Jerry Adair beat his old teammates with a three-run homer. And Cleveland with Steve Hargan pitching a four-hitter for his 12th win. Down Detroit 6-2. The loser was Mickey Lolich. Jose Askew hit a three-run homer in the sixth inning. And as a result, though the Orioles lost, they saw the magic number reduced from 7 to 6. Kansas City and Washington not scheduled. Now the Pirates are out in the sixth inning at Dodger Stadium. At the end of five and a half, the Dodgers three and the Pirates two. Bud Harrelson up against Marichal, a line drive into center field for a base hit. And the tying run is on with nobody out. Single to center by Bud Harrelson is the eighth hit in the ballgame for the New York Mets. And now Chuck Hiller is coming up. And the sign is going out to the giant bullpen. Bud Harrelson possesses marvelous speed. He stole twice last night. A ground ball hit foul down the first baseline. And in the ninth inning, he stole home with what proved to be the decisive run. At the time, it was an insurance run, putting New York in front 5-3. The Giants picked up a run in the last of the ninth inning. Lobbed over to first, and Harrelson scampers back. In his short time with the New York Mets, Harrelson has stolen five bases. He's five for five. He hasn't been caught. Jerry Grody is all right. Jerry came into the clubhouse for repairs after being struck with a ball in the bullpen, but Jerry's back in the bullpen now. A foul ball off back toward the giant dugout. And a two-strike count to Chuck Hiller. Veteran left-hander Bill Henry, right-hander Frank Lindsay, both warming up now in the Giants' bullpen. Juan Marichal trying to win his 23rd. Has gone all the way, has allowed two runs, eight hits. Now throw to first, it's not in time. Hiller is the batter with Ken Boyer on deck and then Al Luplo. Now throw to first and Harrelson is back. Marichal keeping a very close eye on Bud Harrelson. Now the pitch on the way. A grounder hit slowly, foul down the third baseline. Chuck Hiller has one for three. Chuck had an infield hit to deep short in the third inning. Hiller batting at 308. Mets behind, three to two. A high infield pop fly. Tito Fuentes, the shortstop, is under it, and he makes the catch. Tito has a style all his own on catching those pop-ups. 
He has his arms and his thighs. He dresses those up pretty good. He stood there with his arms hanging at his thighs and at the last moment put his glove up there. Crowd was starting to ooh and ah like he'd lost the ball and didn't know it was coming his way. Ken Boyer stepping in against Marichal. Ken had a home run against Marichal in the sixth inning. After he connected, Al Luplo connected to right field to make it three to two. The runner goes, hit and run play, and it's fouled off. Kenny Boyer threw the bat at the ball to get a piece on it. And Harrelson, who was running, has to come back. Al Luplo is waiting on deck, and then Ed Cranepool. Now the pitch, and it's popped up to right field. Coming in is the right fielder, Henderson. He's under it, and he makes the catch. Harrelson playing it halfway, jogs back to first base. So Marichal has retired. Hiller and Boyer in the top of the eighth inning. Harrelson still on first base. It brings up Al Luplo. Al hit a long drive up into the bleachers in right field for a home run his last trip. It was the second time this year he had connected off Juan Marichal. Giants three, Mets two, eighth inning. Outside and low, it's ball one. A swing and a miss at a screwball thrown by Juan Marichal. One ball, one strike. Juan Marichal has not walked a batter and has struck out eight. A throw to first, almost a low throw, handled by McCovey. McCovey does a good job on handling those throws. A throw to first, almost had him leaning the other way, but he scrambles back. With two men away, Marichal really bearing down now on Bud Harrelson, the runner at first. And a throw to first base, not in time. And a throw to first. Close, but he's back. Well, the Giants caught enough of Harrelson back last night. They're taking no chance. It's another throw to first. Well, the crowd really getting a kick out of the duel now between Marichal and Harrelson. Here's the pitch on the way, and it's low inside, two balls and a strike. Bud stole second, and he stole home last night. He brought in what proved to be the winning run. Pitching two and one. The runner goes. A swing and a miss. The peg to second to slide. The ball goes into center field. Harrelson is on his way to third. And he pulls into third, standing up. And Bud Harrelson has his sixth stolen base. 
He's batting a thousand. They haven't caught him yet. He's six for six. Stolen base and an error charged to Haller on the low throw. So now the tying run is on third base. The count is two and two on Al Luplo. Two men away. Marichal into his windup. The pitch. A high fly ball. Well hit to right field. Right down the line. It's going. Down a two-run homer. The Mets lead four to three on a two-run homer by Al Luplo. His second home run of the ball game. I don't know whether the base running annex of Bud Harrelson had anything to do with it or not. It could have. May have bothered Marichal just a little bit. And Al Luplo ripped it. A high fly hit right down the right field line and well over the fence for a two-run homer. And the Mets lead four to three. Luplo's seventh home run of the year. Foul ball coming back to the crowd. No play. Al Luplo is if only seven home runs all year, and he has three of the seven off Juan Marichal. That's a bit three home runs today, accounting for their four runs. One ball, one strike on Eddie Cranepool. Eddie has three for three today. Here's the pitch on the way. A slow ground ball down the first baseline. Marichal racing after it. McCovey tries to scoop the ball to Marichal. They can't make the play. And Greenpool is on with a base hit. He now is four for four. Three of the four have been infield hit. Eddie Greenpool has a four for four afternoon, and the last three have been infield hit. Leon Jones stepping in. Mets lead 4-3, top of the eighth inning. Now Marichal delivers. That is over the head of Leon Jones. One ball, no strikes. In the Mets bullpen, Jack Hamilton and Larry Miller are getting ready. Luplo is the third member of the Mets to get two home runs in one game this year. Eddie Cranepool now has become the third Mets player to get four hits in one game. Foul ball back. Eddie got a clean single to right in the second. The last three hits have been infield hits. At the end of six innings at Dodger Stadium, the Dodgers three and the Pirates two. If the Mets win and the Dodgers win, the Dodgers are going to be sitting in a good spot. The 1-1 delivery, a drive hit in the air to center. Back goes Willie Mays, deep into right center, and a one-hand catch. Well, that was a beauty by Willie Mays that saved a run. A long run into deep right center and a one-hand catch out by the fence. For New York in the eighth inning, the Mets score two runs to take the lead. There were three hits, one error charged to Tom Haller, and one man left on. And at the end of seven and a half innings, it's now the New York Mets four, the San Francisco Giants three. 
It's hard to find a job that pays $50 a month anymore. About the only one who has nerve enough to offer you that is Uncle Sam. $50 a month is what you get saved for you during the year you spend in Vista. But people don't join Vista to get rich, except in a special sense. Vista is volunteers in service to America. And Vista volunteers come from all parts of the country. They're all ages, all types. The one thing they have in common is a sense of commitment to something they consider more important than their own comfort. They're spending a year fighting poverty, full-time. They're learning all sorts of things about people, about this country, about themselves. Vista. To get the whole story, write V-I-S-T-A, Box B, Washington, D.C. Vista, Box B, Washington. We're going to the bottom half of the eighth inning. This is Ralph Kiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson. And the Mets are in front, four to three. In the ballgame now for the Mets is Larry Miller. Miller replacing Darrell Sutherland, who worked in the seventh inning. And although he gave up two hits, he got out of the inning without the Giants scoring. Miller, a left-hander, and his first pitch is to Willie McCovey, and it's called a strike. McCovey has hit two consecutive home runs. His 31st and 32nd, they came in the 4th and 5th innings, and he is perfect for the day with a walk to go along. Now Miller back, and a curveball has popped up on the third base side. Ken Boyer with his glasses down and now back up, and Ken almost dropped the ball. He made the catch, but he had no surety that he had made it, as the ball almost squeezed out of his glove. He was fighting the sun all the way. He put his glasses down, changed his mind, put them back up again, and then finally with the glasses up, he made the play. Miller has a record of 0-1. This is his fourth appearance for the Mets. Now the batter is Jim Davenport. And the first pitch is called a strike. It's over at the knees, strike one. Davenport is 0 for 3. Boyer made a good play on him to get him out his last time up. A ground ball down to first base. Cranepole takes a tough hop, goes to the bag for the out. So two men away here in the bottom half of the eighth. The Mets in front by one. And the batter coming up is a Susalu, who is 2 for 3. Mets have Jack Hamilton throwing in the bullpen. This ball game is a big game for the San Francisco Giants. They started the action in third place. They are trailing the Dodgers by four, and the Dodgers are winning against the Pirates today. Change up is pop foul, back of home going out of play. So it's the strike one count on Jesus Salou. Dodgers leading the Pittsburgh Pirates by a score of 3-2 to two at the end of six. If the Giants lose today and the Dodgers win, the Giants will be five games back. One strike count, and Larry Miller takes too much time, so... Jesus Salou steps out of the batter's box and takes a practice swing. 
Now the pitch is grounded over the head of the third baseman, deep to short. Taken by Harrelson, the long throw to first base in time to retire the side. So a 1-2-3 inning for Larry Miller, and the Mets have only three outs to go as they lead by a score of 4-3 to three as we go to the top of the ninth inning. Well, the Mets, after their game here today, move on to play against the Houston Astros. They'll be playing a doubleheader tomorrow against Houston. It's going to be Tug McGraw and Nolan Ryan. We'll be on the air with our ball game at 3.25 New York time. Dave Jesse and Bob Bruce are the scheduled Astro pitchers. Mets play the Astros a doubleheader on Sunday, a single night game on Monday, and a single night game on Tuesday. And they move on to Cincinnati for a weekend series on Friday, Saturday, and a doubleheader Sunday. Then they come home to play against the Chicago Cubs on the 27th. That'll be a night game on Tuesday night, a day game on the 28th. And then the final series of the year against Houston on the 30th and the 1st and 2nd of October. 30th, a night game on Friday night. The 1st will be a night game on Saturday night. It'll be ladies' night on that Saturday night, ladies admitted to the ballpark for a 50 cent service charge, and then the final game on Sunday. On Sunday, it'll be Fan Appreciation Day, and the Mets are going to give a free batting fiberglass helmet to all the boys and girls 16 years of age and younger who come to the ballpark that day. Also, on gift for the adults. First pitch to Johnny Lewis as we start off here in the top of the ninth. It swung on a miss, strike one. Juan Marichal working for the Giants. Mets are leading 4-3. to three. They have four runs on ten hits. The Giants have three runs and nine. Johnny is 0 for 3 in the game. He'll be followed by Johnny Stevenson and then the pitcher, Larry Miller. The next pitch is called a ball. It's 1-1. One one. Ralph Terry throwing the bullpen for the Mets now. 1-1 delivery by Marichal. Hit off the end of the bat foul over the third base coach's head. The count goes to one ball and two strikes. Right now we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. And this is WGY, 810 on your dial, Schenectady, New York, your station for all the Mets baseball games. Next pitch to the plate is fouled off the end of the bat again to the left side, and the count stays at one and two. Ralph Kiner, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from San Francisco, California. One ball, two strikes. Johnny Lewis, the batter, and Marichal back again. And the pitch is hit hard down to second base. Hallinier has it. His throw to first base is in time for the out. So Johnny Lewis is put aside for the fourth time in the ball game, and that brings up Johnny Stevenson, who was a pinch hitter in the seventh inning. He stayed in the ball game to take over the catching chores. Johnny, as a pinch hitter, struck out. Left-hand batter. Mets in front, four to three, as we play here in the top of the ninth inning. And the next pitch to the plate is swung on a miss, strike one. Marichal back, and again, a swinging strike. Strike two. (laughs) 
And the next delivery by Marichal is outside. The count, one ball, two strikes. And a swinging strike, strike three. Marichal picking up his ninth strikeout, his second out here in the top of the ninth inning. And now the batter will be Larry Miller. Larry is a good hitting pitcher. Miller has been at bat once and has had a base hit. And he swings at the first pitch and misses strike one. In the ninth inning, the bottom half of the ninth, the Giants have the bottom of their batting order coming up. One strike delivery, swung on a miss, it's strike two. They're trailing by one, and the scheduled hitters will be Tom Howler, Hal Lanier, and Juan Marichal. They'll be going to some pinch hitting. Here's a two-strike pitch. Blow it away, and it's ball one. One ball, two strikes. Marichal back again. And a swing and a miss, strike three. The ball was dropped by Tom Howler. Throw to first base to Willie McCovey, retires the side. Ten strikeouts for Juan Marichal, another one, two, three inning, but he leaves the ball game trailing by a score of four to three. And in jeopardy of losing his first game to the Mets, he has won 17 times. We're going to the bottom half of the ninth inning with the Giants coming up, and they need one to tie and two to win. On the mound for the Mets, Larry Miller. He has worked one inning, got the side out in order. And here's a bright way of hope for the Giants. Don Clendenin has hit a free-run home run for the Dodgers down in Los Angeles. I should say against the Dodgers down in Los Angeles. And... The Pittsburgh Pirates have taken the lead by a score of 5-3 to three as they bat in the top of the seventh inning. Regan has taken over for Joe Moeller in the seventh inning. Tommy Sitz still pitching for the Pirates. First man up is Jack Hyde. He was a pinch hitter in last night's ball game in single, and his first pitch is called a ball. Jack, a right-hand batter. He has been up 11 times with four hits. He's batting 364. Miller back, and the ball grounded foul down toward third base, taken by Boyer in foul territory, and the count goes to one and one. Jack Hyde batting for Tom Howler. Howler 0 for 2 in the game. On deck batter is Hal Lanier. Giants have Jim Ray Hart on the bench. He did not start the ball game. A changeup by Miller is too low, and they count two balls and one strike. Mets have four runs and ten hits. The Giants have three runs and nine. Jack Hamilton in the bullpen and Ralph Jerry in the bullpen for the match. The fly ball hit the right field. Coming in is Al Luplo. He's there, and he makes the catch, and he really had to fight the sun. So the Mets have their first out in the bottom half of the ninth inning. And the batter scheduled up is Hal Lanier, but he has been called back. Also, near the bat rack 
is Cap Peterson. It's going to be Cap Peterson pinch hitting for Howell Lanier. Lanier had one hit and three times up. Larry Miller taking some warm-up pitches while the Mets wait for Peterson to get to the batter's box. He's swinging a couple of bats in the on-deck circle. One away in the bottom half of the ninth. The Mets in front, four to three. A two-run home run by Al Luplo. Turning the game around to the Mets side in the top of the eighth inning. Al had had a previous home run, as had Ken Boyer. In the on-deck circle now is Jim Ray Hart. So it's going to be a tough haul for Larry Miller. Here's his first pitch to Peterson. A change-up that's over. A good pitch, strike one. Peterson, a right-hand batter, hitting 238 with two home runs and 19 runs batted in. And the next pitch is taken just below the knees. The count, one ball and one strike. Miller missing with a curveball. One ball, one strike. Miller back again with a change, but this one is outside. Miller got two balls and one strike. Giant fans sort of quiet here at this point. They need a win in this ballgame to stay in this pennant race. Next pitch is line deep to left field, and the people extra bases. Going in against the wall, Cap Peterson on his way to second base, looking toward third. He's coming to third. There'll be a play at third. Here's the throw. He's going to be out. He is. Peterson on the relay from Bud Harrelson out at third base as the Giants try to get the tie run to third. Tag made by Ken Boyer and the Mets pick up their second out. So now they're down to their last out against the Mets. Juan Marichal has never lost a game to the Mets. He will be the pitcher of record. The throw coming from the left fielder Johnny Lewis, a fine relay by Bud Harrelson and a good tag by Ken Boyer. And the Mets getting their second out. They're leading by a score of four to three and the batter now is Jim Ray Hart. Hart did not start in either of the last two games against the Mets. He's batting 271 and he takes the first pitch high, a breaking ball at ball one. Hart has hit 32 home runs this year with 88 runs batted in. His 32 home runs a career high. He was a pinch hitter in last night's ball game and grounded down to third base and was out. Next delivery, a changeup that's inside. It's ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Larry Miller taking the signs and now back again. And he misses high, ball three. Another breaking ball that was high. Dangerous pitches by the left-hander. 
Three balls, no strikes. The on-deck batter is Tito Fuentes. Mets bullpen still throwing. Jack Hamilton and Ralph Terry. Rio, and the pitch to Hart is over for a called strike. So that puts the count at three balls and one strike. Now the 3-1 pitch. It's long gone to left field. A home run. Taken Juan Marichal once again off of the hook. And it's a tie ball game at 4 to 4, and the batter coming up is Tito Fuentes. So the Giants, with only one out left, getting back in the ball game and back in the pennant race. And now the batter, Tito Fuentes, steps in. And his first pitch is high at ball one. Well, if the Giants should go on to win the pennant this year, the turning point would be that home run by Jim Ray Hart. They were practically out of the pennant race. Only one out left. They would have been five games out. Now a high pop-up as Fuentes fouls the ball into the third base area. Boyer over to make the catch, and a good one as he makes the catch and then falls toward the side. That retires the side, but one run too late for the Mets. As the Giants tied up on the home run by Jim Ray Hart, there were two hits in the inning, no errors, and no one left on base. And the score at the end of nine, the Giants for the Mets four. Well, this has been a tremendous ball game. Last night, the same thing as the Mets won five to four. Mets scoring three runs in the ninth inning and then holding the Giants at bay in the ninth. Here the Giants have tied it up and we go to the top of the tenth inning. Frank Lindsay is coming in to pitch for the Giants. Juan Marichal once again getting off of the hook. The Mets have never been able to beat him. They have had him out of ball games twice, but the Giants have come back to get him off the hook. And here one more time. So the Mets now have lost their chance to pick up a win against Marichal. They'll have to pick up their win if they're going to do it against Frank Lindsay, a right-hand relief pitcher. Lindsay is making his 48th appearance. He has a record of six wins and ten losses. Mets will have Bud Harrelson as their leadoff batter. He'll be followed by Chuck Hiller and then Ken Boyer. Well, it's moments like these that make baseball the kind of a game it is. 
two strikes away or one pitch away from winning the ball game, and the next thing you know, you're playing some more. Tremendous home run by Jim Ray Hart. The ball was hit way beyond the left field fence on a 3-1 pitch. Miller was pitching very dangerously to him as he had thrown him some high curveballs. Hart hit a high fastball out of the ballpark. Some changes in the lineup for the Giants. The catcher is Jack Hyatt, who was a pinch hitter, taking over for Tom Howard. Make a correction on that. The catcher is Bob Barton taking over for Tom Howler. McCovey's still at first. Jim Davenport has gone over to second base. Tito Fuentes is still at shortstop. Ozzie Virgil has taken over at third base. Alou is in left field. Mays in center field. And... Henderson is in right field. And Frank Lindsay with his first pitch to Bud Harrelson. It's taken outside, ball one. Lindsay's last appearance was against the Cubs. His action then was a two-inning stint. He gave up two hits, no runs. Right-hander back again, and the pitch is taken low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Now a strike is called. It's two balls, one strike. And the next pitch is called strike two. It's two balls and two strikes. And the next pitch is sliced foul, so the count remains two balls and two strikes. We're in the top of the tenth of a tie ball game, four to four. And again a two-two, and again a foul ball. So Bud Harrelson keeps the count. Going along at two balls and two strikes. Now he tries again, and Harrelson grounds it right through the middle. It's going to be a base hit. Ball partially slowed down by Fuentes, but Harrelson gets a base hit as the ball is picked up by Willie Mays in center field, and he stays at first. So, once again, the Mets get some action going. Bud Harrelson, his second hit in the ball game. And now the batter is Chuck Hiller. Chuck has had one hit and four times up. 
Pittsburgh scored three runs in the top of the seventh to take the lead against the Dodgers by a five to three margin. Elroy faces pitching in the seventh inning. Tommy Sisk out of the ballgame. Regan now in the ballgame in the seventh inning for the Dodgers. Dodge Fairley and Clendenin home runs. The three runs coming on Clendenin, three run home run in the seventh. Ozzie Virgil charging from third base got pretty close to the batter and then time was called. Now Lindsay sets up on the pitching mound. The runner at first. And the first pitch is bunted foul at strike one. Ball glancing off the bat at Chuck Hiller and going back over the shoulder of the catcher Bob Barton. 4-4 ball game. Both sides with 11 hits. The Giants tying the ball game up in the bottom half of the ninth with two men out on the home run by Jim Ray Hart. It was his 33rd home run of the year. It was also his big blow against the Mets. Bunted out toward the pitcher's mound. Hiller is thrown out at first base on the sacrifice as Bud Harrelson goes down to second. Jim Davenport taking the throw at first base. That brings up Ken Boyer. has had one hit, a home run in the sixth inning, and four times up. He has hit in ten consecutive ball games. And the first pitch to Boyer is Outside and low, it's ball one. That home run by Jim Ray Hart is ninth against the Mets this year. Only one other hitter has done better, and that was Willie Stargell, who hit 10 against the Mets. Now time is called. Bob Barton called out to the mound by Frank Lindsay. Barton back behind the plate to give the sign. Time back in. And now Frank's next pitch to the plate is low again. It's ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Lindy McDaniel warming up in the bullpen for the Giants. Lindsay sets again. Harrelson at second base. And the next pitch is over. Two balls, one strike. Dodgers out in the bottom half of the seventh. The Pirates lead by a score of five to three. Going to the top of the eighth inning. Now the two-one delivery. Swung on and missed. Two balls, two strikes. Lindsay working extremely slowly. 
Now tries a 2-2, and the pitch is grounded to the left side foul. Frank Johnson loosening up for the Giants. He has a strong arm, an outfielder. 2-2 pitch again, and again fouled off. Boyer fooled in the pitch, but getting a piece of the ball to foul it off and keep the count at two balls and two strikes. Let's have the go-ahead run at second base. Bud Harrelson is there. He singles through the middle for sacrifice to second base by Chuck Hillis. Now it's Ken Boyer with one man out in the top of the 10th inning. And a 2-2 again. A foul ball. This one coming over toward the left side. And Ozzie Virgil, a long run, but he couldn't catch up to it. Ozzie in the third base for the Giants. Boyer got his 14th home run in the sixth inning. Once again, Lindsay sets up and the 2-2 pitch. It's over. Call strike three. That's Lindsay's first strikeout, his second out here in the 10th. And now the Mets have Al Luplo coming up. Al has had two home runs and four times up. It was his home run in the eighth inning with Bud Harrelson on at third base to put the Mets in front by a score of four to three. In the sixth, after Boyer hit his home run, Al got one right behind him. He now has seven on the season, three of them off Juan Marichal, and four against the Giants. Lupo's going to be walked intentionally, and the first pitch is outside at ball one. The Giants are going to take their chances with Eddie Greenville. Next pitch is ball two. Bud Harrelson at second base. And with two men out, the Giants would rather pitch to Cranepool than Al Luplo. Now the next pitch, ball three. And ball four. And that is the first walk of the ball game for the Mets. Juan Marichal had worked nine innings without a walk. While he was in the ball game, he struck out ten. Now with the situation with runners at first and second, Frank Johnson is being put in in left field in place of Jesus Alou to take advantage of his strong throwing arm. Two men out in the top of the 10th inning. The score 4-4. Four four. The Mets with runners at first and second. And now Eddie Crane pulled the batter. Eddie has had four hits and four times up. Three of his hits have been infield hits. His average now at 251. 
Breeze blowing out toward right field. And the first pitch by Lindsay is just outside the ball. Eddie with his four for four, raising his average seven points today. Now Lindsay sets again. And his pitch back to the plate is outside again. It's ball two. Two balls and no strikes. And with the count going up there, Cleon Jones puts some rosin on his hand. He's in the on-deck circle. This is a struggle for the Giants. They have to win this ball game. Mets doing everything they can to keep them from winning. Now, ground ball hit down to short. Quincy's has it. He throws over to Davenport, covering the second base for the fourth play to retire the side. In the inning, no runs, one hit. No errors, a walk, which was intentional. And two men left on. And the score through nine and a half innings, a Mets four, the Giants four. You ever stop to think of how many lonesome travelers there are here in yonder and how thirsty they get? Well, I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I am a lonely and a lonesome traveler. I've been to traveling on. I travel here and From California to New York, the American folk singer travels here and yonder, carrying with him the music of the whole world and its peoples. And sometimes when the traveling gets thirsty, he puts down his guitar and accompanies himself with a cold beer, maybe Rheingold. And in New York City, where more songs and travelers stop than anywhere else in the world, more people buy Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. How come? Maybe it's the Oregon hops we use. Who knows? But we must be doing something right. Going to the bottom half of the 10th inning, the score tied 4-4, four to four and the Giants coming up. Ken Henderson will lead off for the Giants. He'll be followed by Willie Mays and Willie McCovey. Henderson, a right-hand batter against left-hand pitching, has had one hit and four times up. And Larry Miller, the pitcher in the mound, and the first pitch is running out toward third. Boyer breaking in, comes up with the ball, throws the first base in time for the out. Ken Boyer immediately breaking in as he saw Henderson move out the bunt. Made a fine play in the ball to pick up the first out, and now the batter will be Willie Mays. Mays is 0 for 4. Miller came in the ball game in the eighth inning, retired the side in order in the eighth, got two men out in the ninth inning, but then gave up a home run to pinch hitter Jim Ray Hart, which tied up the game. Now working with one out in the bottom half of the tenth. His first pitch to Mays is blown away. It's ball one. Miller back again, and the pitch is high. A slider that was up about shoulder high. Mays started to go and then held off. It's two balls, no strikes. Ball 
Both sides with four runs. Both sides with 11 hits. Now Miller back again. And the pitch is fouled off. Mays with a hard swing and the ball going back out of play. Counted two balls and one strike. In the bullpen for the Mets, Jack Hamilton and left-hander Bill Heffler. Starting pitcher was Dennis Ryben. He worked six innings, was charged with three runs, gave up seven hits. Next pitch to Mays is lined down the left field line, a base hit. Coming over to cut it off is Johnny Lewis. He makes a fine play and throws in, and Mays stays at first. That ball lined down in the left field corner, and Johnny Lewis hustling over to cut it off for a single. Now it's Willie McCovey who has had two home runs in three official times up. Covey with his 31st and 32nd home runs in the 4th and 5th innings, stepping in the batter's box. Batting at 299, and the first pitch is a curve that's outside for a ball. Mays at first base. He has a good-sized lead. Miller watching, now going to first base. Mays gets back. Mays has had five stolen bases in six tries. Again, he leads off with a good-sized lead. The pitch to the plate is swung on and missed. Hard swing by Willie McCovey on a curveball. They count one and one. Well, the first game between these two teams this year going 17 innings the Giants winning on the home run by Davenport now this one in the bottom half of the 10th the last game between these two teams again a throw to first base Mays back that's up one nine of the 17 games played so far now pitch to McCovey a swing and a miss and the bat knocking the ball out of the hand of Johnny Stevenson on the back line and Mays goes down to second McCovey with the backlash going all the way around hit the back of Johnny Stevenson's right hand and it knocked the ball out of his glove. Now, West Western is coming out to talk with the home plate umpire, Harry Wendelstadt. The same time checking out Johnny Stevenson, see if he is all right. Willie McCovey, after missing the ball completely and the bat going all the way around, hit the back of the right hand of Johnny Stevenson, knocking the ball out. So now the Giants have the winning run at second base with Willie Mays there and one out. Stevenson given a couple of balls to throw to see if his hand is all right. And he checks out okay. Willie Mays going to second base. Now time is called and Stevenson is called out to the mound by Larry Miller. We'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. And this is your station for sports in the great northeast, WGY Schenectady. 
crowd time is in. The count one and two on Willie McCovey, and the pitch to the plate is swung on and foul. Ralph Kiner, along with Bob Mur- Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Candlestick Park. Score tied at 4-4, bottom half of the 10th inning. The Giants batting and Willie Mays is at second base. And the next pitch is hit deep to right field. It's going, 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 gone, and the ball game is over. McCovey with a long home run to right field, his third in the ball game, and the Giants win it by scoring two runs in the bottom half of the tenth. Two runs on two hits, there were no errors, and no one left on base, and the Giants coming back, win the ball game with a run to tie it up in the ninth and two runs in the tenth inning. For Willie McCovey, his 33rd home run of the year, and it sends the Mets back from San Francisco with a very, very tough defeat. A big win for the Giants as they win a game they had to win, and they did it with the home run back. This was probably one of the most exciting ball games that the Mets have played, although in last night's ball game you could have said the same thing, which only indicates the tremendous baseball that the Mets and Giants have played here in these last two ball games and also throughout the year. The win by the Giants gives them an even break in the overall season series. The Mets 29 and the Giants 29. Here in San Francisco, the Mets won five of the nine games played. The home run was a big part of the play today. The Mets had Two home runs from Al Luplo, his sixth and seventh in the sixth and eighth inning. His home run in the eighth inning, putting the Mets in front by a score of four to three. Ken Boyer had hit his 14th in the sixth inning. So the Mets getting a total of three home runs, which was handled very nicely by Willie McCovey as he personally accounted for three home runs. But the big home run of the ball game was the home run by Jim Ray Hart that was in the ninth inning that tied up the ball game. With Larry Miller on the mound in the ninth inning, Jack Hyatt slide out to right field. That gave the Mets their first out in the bottom half of the ninth. The next batter was Cap Peterson. He doubled the left center field, and when he tried to stretch it into a triple, he was thrown out on a great play going from Johnny Lewis to Bud Harrelson to Ken Boyer. Mets on that break had their second out, and they were only one out away from giving the Giants a very disastrous loss. Jim Ray Hart then was put up for a pinch hitter. He had been devastating against the Mets all year. He had hit eight previous home runs against the Mets. He worked the count down to three balls and no strikes, took a strike, and then hit a 3-1 fastball way over the wall in left field to tie up the ball game. Bunsies then fouled out, and we went to the top of the 10th. Mets in the 10th inning threatened but could not score. Bud Harrelson got his second base hit of the ball game, a single through the middle. He was sacrificed to second base. Ken Boyer was then called out on strikes. And then Al Lupo, who had had two previous home runs, was walked intentionally. 
That put runners at first and second and left it up to Eddie Greenville. Eddie had had four hits in his four previous times up, three of them infield hits, and he hit one off the end of the bat down to short where Fuentes fielded the ball and threw over to second base for the force play that retired the side. In the 10th inning, the Giants won it after Ken Henderson was out on a fine play by Ken Boyer on a bunt. Willie Mays singled and then moved down to second base on a freak pass ball play. And Willie McCovey hit a curveball out down the right field line that won the ball game for the Giants by a score of 6-4. to four. Juan Marichal was at one time in the ball game on the losing side of the record. If Jim Ray Hart had not hit his home run, Marichal would have absorbed his first loss against the Mets. He had won 17. He was not the winning pitcher. Frank Lindsay was the winning pitcher. It was his seventh win against 10 losses. He was in the ball game in relief and worked one inning. The starting pitcher for the Mets was Dennis Riven, and the losing pitcher was Larry Miller. His record now 0-2. So a fine ball game closing out the series between the Mets and Giants this year with each team winning nine. The line score of the ball game, the Giants six runs on 13 hits. They made one error. The Mets four runs, 11 hits, and no error. And that's Mets baseball for today. Brought to you by Rhineco, New York City's largest selling beer. What a remarkable thing that is. In New York, a city of so many different people with different tastes, one beer has become the favorite, Rheingold Extra Dry. Now, they don't know why so many people like their beer, but they must be doing something right. Today's game also was brought to you by WGY, your sports station for the great Northeast. WGY brings you the full schedule of the Mets' regular season games live from Major League Parks throughout the country. Be with us tomorrow, Sunday at 325, when we'll present another exciting New York Mets baseball game over 810 on your radio dial.